Welcome back, everybody. This is Jesse and Eric with Countdown to Geek Town. Uh, let's see, today is June 18th, and we are covering what, Eric? Wanted! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. That sounds good, though. <laughs> I mean, something Young Guns 2. Yeah. The one I like better than Young Guns. Just, that's Blaze of Glory. Wanted's on the first one. Oh. Yeah, Blaze of Glory. Blaze of Glory is a Gore's is better song. But you can scream Wanted and Wanted. Wanted! Yep. That Joe's, what's his name? Santorini or whatever? Yeah. Oh, man. So we're covering Wanted. This come out of nowhere. We were going to cover The Incredibles new movie, but I don't know. Maybe it's the heat down here. We didn't feel like getting out. We didn't. <laughs> we, didn't we didn't feel like getting out and going anywhere. Um, I did rewatch the first Incredibles uh, Saturday night. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. It's on TV a lot. I've seen parts of it. Really? I'll just sit and watch some of it. But... Oh, Haunty, Holly Hunter's voice is... Whew. That's rough. Is that the mom? Mm-hmm. Supposed mom. How how raspy it is and all that. Yeah. I like her in Raising Arizona though. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, who's in Pay It Forward. Melanie Griffith. No. <laughs> Little big headed bastard. The mom. I don't know. The mom. Of Helen the... Hunt. Yeah, Helen Hunt. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Holly Hunter. All right. What do you got? You lead off. Let's go. I just downed a whole cup of coffee. Let's go. I was falling asleep at work. John Berenthal joins the cast of Ford vs. Ferrari. It's a movie directed by James Mangold, who did Logan. And stars Christian Bale and Matt Damon about the uh, whole Ford vs. Ferrari thing. (laughs) Is that where they Um, got the name? Yeah, you gotta you gotta be a little more specific. Is this the uh, GT40 when it was in Le Mans? Um, they did a whole episode on the Grand Tour. A whole episode uh, tells the true story of an eccentric, determined team of American engineers and designers led by visionary Carol Shelby, which is going to play by Matt Damon, and his British driver Ken Miles, which is Christian Bale. Yep, who are dispatched by Henry Ford II with the mission of building from scratch an entirely new automobile. The potential to defeat Ferrari in the 1966 Le Mans World Tour. GT40, big brain on Jesse. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, I said GT40. I just tuned you out. <laughs> well, I am so glad you're in studio to tune me out. You can do this <laughs> on shit over Skype. Uh, <clears throat> so that's a good cast and good director. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So That uh, episode was pretty good as far as uh, Grand Tour goes. Oh, yeah. I mean. It's just more history. That I'm not usually pay attention to. <laughs> Some of that car history stuff is neat. Yeah, it, it was interesting. It just that shows usually I, I got into it just because they're funny. Because they're antics, yeah. Uh, more like I like it when they they all pick a different vehicle. Heaven, you idiot! Yeah. <laughs> they all pick a different vehicle and have to go and do. A, Those are my favorite. The yeah. the cheap ones where they they got to do yeah. like um, uh, especially when they can bang them up and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. They're the always stripes. <laughs> they're <laughs> always crashing. That, uh, it. The dump truck or whatever it was. I always, always, if I got nothing to watch, I'll go back to Top Gear or, you know, Grand Tour. Yeah. But for me, nothing beats the old, old school Top Gear kind of uh, anctits that they yeah. used to do. 
But, I mean, it's a good cast or anything. I, I, it's not the kind of movie I'd go see in theaters, but I'd mm-hmm. check it out eventually. Yeah. Yeah, definitely check it out for sure. What do you got? I got... Biggest pair you've ever seen. No. AT&T buys Time Warner. So we talked about this months ago, and the government had to look into it to see if it was exactly legal. Time Warner owns WB and DC. Okay. So AT&T bought them for $85.4 billion. Damn. It's 100% official at this time. Uh, It took a long time thanks to the government approval process, which saw a federal judge have to decide whether or not the purchase could go through. So that's that's what took so long. We we talked about this months ago. Yeah, so long ago, I forgot. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> so the green light came through on Tuesday, and so now it's been official that AT&T now owns Warner Brothers. They own everything to do with WB and DC. So with Time Warner and Warner Brothers, other than DC, like the DC Universe stuff, mm-hmm. what is that? Who owns that? I mean, what else is, what are the properties? Was that the Transformers and all that? Uh, no, that's, you know, uh, that's Paramount, I believe. Uh, they're an umbrella core, of course. Uh, the Harry Potter okay. is on there. You know, that's a huge one. Uh, it's just essentially everything with Warner Brothers. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple. Uh, the Matrixes, they're, they're Warner Brothers, aren't they? No. Trying to, I'm picturing their their startup, yeah. <laughs> Tons. So stuff that's already done. <laughs> Harry Potter. I mean, Harry Potter. They still got the Fantastic Beasts, but that's not like the juggernaut it was with Harry Potter. Yeah, but they have five movies scheduled for that. Yeah. I think they'll get there because they got nothing else going right now, except for some news you alluded to. Oh, you want to go and get in that? Well, we're in we're in Warner <laughs> Brothers, so might as well. Um, this was a weird like the the one I clicked on that I found this from was an article about the Todd Phillips Joker movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, with Scorsese producing yep, yep. and and uh, Joaquin. Yeah, what I was just reading is like so, like right in the middle. In the middle of the first paragraph, it's like, oh, yeah, Jeff Johns is out as chief creative officer. I was like, well, I haven't heard that. I've missed that somewhere in the headlines. So he's gone. And then I clicked on the article that went with that. And it said he's going to stepping down as DC Films executive and instead will write the Green Lantern Corps movie. Yes. So what happened was they have a position there where he was already in place. Not, it was just pretty within the last year right uh two years two years yeah so what it what what it is is i i ended up reading it after you said this because i didn't it didn't even come across on any of my news um so he was given this position to kind of mainstream headline the dc movies get them in order get them going well he always came up on board members you know they didn't want to do it this way all that stuff so he was never able to put on screen any of the stuff he wanted to put which led to them producing one movie in three years you know or whatever it was so he's 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 always been fighting with them and that was under that that title he had creative 
uh, chief creative officer. Chief creative officer. So now he stepped down and he's going to a separate studio called Mad Dog Productions or something like that. Mad Ghost Productions. Mad Ghost. So he's going to that and that's going to be its own entity making Warner Brothers. So he's essentially the producer. He's the uh he he writes them. He wrote the nineteen eighty four Wonder Woman script that they're shooting now. He okay. co wrote that one. So this is what he's supposed to do. And this is this puts him on the board. So they can't vote him out for they can't say, Oh no, because he is the producer, he's the money man, he's everything. He controls everything about these movies. So it's kind of almost just a bigger position, just more concentrated almost. Uh it's a bigger position. It's kinda like if you want to put it in something that you might know it from, what Zack Snyder was doing. You know, he was an overseer of everything, you know, just because he, he made Man of Steel and then they wanted to build a franchise off of that. So they kind of, they used his vision throughout. So this is Jeff Johns. He He's writing for all this stuff. And the first movie he's going to concentrate on is the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. Now he wrote the Green Lantern comic book for nine years. So he knows it back to front he pretty much wrote the book (laughs) so uh this is this is very good news um i'm i hope it isn't too late though uh they said uh jim lee took his position that he just left okay it doesn't say that in here yeah says walter hamada has been named president of dc entertainment yeah but and that's not that position he was well, in. Yeah, but it has it in here like it's, he's replacing him. No, like no, the the it. person, the the president of DC Entertainment stepped down. Okay, it doesn't even have that in this. Room. Yeah, so that I think it was a lady. She stepped down. Uh, Jeff Johns worked with her, and so when she stepped down, it kind of opened up this whole thing to you know this is his chance to move forward, branch out and expand this universe without the board members vetoing everything for, because they don't understand these comic book movies. They just see the dollar sign, the bottom. Right. Yeah. So this guy, Walter Hermata is known for the conjuring universe. Okay. Um, and he's been named as the president of DC entertainment, which I mean, that branched quite a bit, the conjuring. Yeah. I mean, it goes all over the place. Um, this whole article just like covers everything. It's, but just like so, like nonchalant. Is it poorly written, or is it just? No, it's just like uh, exposition throwing out dump. huge headlines. It just says they're like in the middle of a paragraph. Just it also talks about how um, essentially Ben Affleck's out now completely as Batman, and then Matt Reeves is focusing on a younger. Yeah. Um. It it just has a it says a, as an insider told him like they've got somebody that works in it. He walked into a shit show. This talk about Jeff Johns. He was trying to clean it up. Um, yeah, he's been trying for a while, and he after, always came up against the board. Yeah, after a colossal failure, Justice League, the lowest-grossing film in DCU's franchise, I was talking about Hamada, has a lot of work to do to get the series on track. Then it goes into about the Ben Affleck's out now. It says uh, step one is to make the Batman film with Matt Reeves, with a younger Bat, uh, Batman. Uh, step two is to make a fun, entertaining Back to the Future-like Flash film. Yep. And then the last ones, they're going forward with two Joker movies. And the, the whole article is about one of them. Yeah. Sadly, I think they should cast Young on everything. If you're going to do it. 
I mean, you have to go either one way or the other. Well, it seems you, like yeah. at this point, you know, they can't. You the, you can keep them old until they do the paradox flashpoint yeah. paradox, and then that's when you bring in the young. Yeah, but you don't need to be doing them at the same time or something before you even get that film out. He's he's got a hell of a job in head of both of them do. They're both walking into it, and you know, I I I feel better about Jeff Johns because I know the quality of his work. And now that he's not hindered, you know, when he was first announced to be their creative director, I said, that's great if DC stays out of it, or not DC, Warner Brothers, if they stay out of it, it'll do well. Well, turns out they didn't stay out of it at all. They constantly vetoed his opinions. They never do. <laughs> so that was, uh, so that that's an interesting thing, and that's that's good. It is a lot of big news. I just didn't hear about. I yeah, I picked up that, this article. I almost didn't even click on. Wow! And I saw all that. I yeah, like, wow. I didn't see it at all in any of my notes. But I did see where Comcast outbid Disney. Officially, I thought we had talked about that before. We did, but okay. th- they put it on. They paper. they wrote it out and put it on paper. They outbid them with sixty five billion dollars cash money. Comcast has $65 billion in cash. They keep raising their fucking rates. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, Disney offered 50, $52.4 billion, but with stock mm. options, which, you know, in the long run, that could be a better deal. Uh, a lot of people, if they're presented with the two, they're going to take the bigger lump sum up ahead. But, I mean, at this point, 50 and 60. That's not that big of a difference. I mean, it is. It is. It is for but, us, but... but I mean, when you're when you're looking at books, you're like, okay, so we do fifty stock. with stock, and our stock doubles this time next year. Then you're looking at a hundred and four. You're talking about Disney. It's not like Warner Brothers right. making that stock option. True, but yeah, I, I just wanted to put that in there. Uh, Disney has five days to uh, from the time that they offered. They have five days to up it if they want. They could start a bidding war. The fifth day is tomorrow, I believe. Uh, so I think, should hear something. Yeah, or they they'll let them take it, let them run that bitch in the ground. They'll buy it for cheap in ten years or whatever. Uh, let's see what else I got. Um, after twenty five years of trying to get the Don Quixote movie made, it is now finished, and we still don't know when we'll see it <laughs> because he just lost Terry Gillum, right? In court, yeah, t- Terry Gillum just lost in court. Over the rights of the movie. He doesn't own the rights to it. It says, um... Well, that is the worst blowjob in history right there. Yesterday, a Paris court approved... of Court of Appeal ruled that the ex-producer... Wait, Paris? No fucking wonder. Ex-producer Paulo Branco... Branco... <laughs> is indeed the owner of the rights, and Terry Gilliam's film belongs to him. Well, it's already filmed, I think it was the Canes. Yeah, Canes. It's already premiered there. Yeah, Canes. But we have no idea now what's going to happen with it because he doesn't even own the rights to it anymore. No way. Twenty five fucking years he's been trying to get this movie made. Different actors, different you know the whole thing. He finally got it finally made. Finally done. And his producer swooped in and bought the rights in his name. No, he already had the rights. I guess. Oh. I think it was just a whole. Were they working together and he pissed him off? I think something yeah. like that. That's some fucking shit. Oh, well, I ain't seen it yet, so I'm not. I don't think guys a lot. It says Branco's son and lawyer, Juan Branco, called out the boss of Kane, saying 
for me. This is very important because I spoke out publicly about this case with determination and was given the cynicism, which with the establishment. Okay, well, he just did joke. Oh, yeah, okay. That's what he's been saying all along, that he doesn't own the rights to it. I think it's some of this stuff just seems like they don't even know who owns the rights for a while. Like, it has to go. Like, some of the... You see, I think it was like, wasn't Batman the TV show? Yeah. That's why it didn't come out till DVD, like, yeah. till last year, yeah. a couple of years ago. The the 60s one. Yeah, because they just couldn't figure out who actually owned the owned rights it, to it. Owned it, yeah. And had to go court for it, so... Not always black and white, I guess, but it fucking sucks for him. I mean, I like Terry Gilliam's stuff. It's weird, but it's it's good. Yeah. And I've been looking forward to seeing this. You want to get into the Chris Hardwick stuff? I wasn't going to, but... <laughs> I know you... <laughs> You want to. I didn't write it down. You don't want to bitch about it? No, you can go ahead. You start it. I'll see where we'll go. Chris Hardwick pulled from AMC show in San Diego Comic Con amid allegations of sexual assault uh, from his former ex-girlfriend, Chloe uh, Dykstra. Is that how you say it? Dick Dykstra. Dykstra. Yeah. I mean, uh, all that being said, she's pretty hot. Um <clears throat> She made a, a blog post. A blog post. Get get this. She made a blog post on some site. Some what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, some website. Okay. And uh, uh, they kind of skew toward the <clears throat> female side of things. So she she made this post about how um, it, it says accusing him of abuse and sexual assault. Hardwick was not specifically named, however. Is this a former ex-boyfriend that's like 17 years older than me or something? She's, yeah. She goes, names him without naming it, it. Pretty much. But at the same time, what happened to being innocent until proven guilty? So she just ruined this guy's life mm-hmm. because they had a bad relationship. She didn't have to stay in that relationship. It was three years, right? Or it was longer yeah, than that. It was a pretty long time. Yeah. And then now she's coming out saying how she had to, when he got home, she had to be ready for him or something like that. And it it, it goes into all this like stuff. It's just, it, There's never any actual like beating or anything no, like that. There's it, no physical threat that it seems like she's saying that he did. So there's no reason why she couldn't have left. And I, know, I always hear, you know, you never blame the, the, the victim or whatever, but. Right. It's like, at what point is it, you know, well, no, it's Holly, not your fault Hollywood, it happened, it's your fault it kept happening. Hollywood has become a witch hunt. It's yes. the modern day witch hunt. If if I was in Hollywood, heaven forbid I had a girlfriend or a wife. Because you couldn't have it. You 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 just could not have it. Because, uh, say I have a girlfriend and I'm in Hollywood. I got a big movie coming out. And she wants to go some, to some tropical island before I go. And I got to get ready for this thing, for this press tour. And we argue over it. She could go on Instagram, write how I'm so mean to her, and it would burn my reputation to mm-hmm. the ground. And nobody would bat an eye. Or even just film part of an argument. And that's all it takes. Oh, yeah. Like that's what happened it. with Johnny Depp oh, and yeah, Amber Heard. It just Hurt. takes a clip of showing you angry, and then you're you're a waffle beater or something. But he was drunk. The yeah. Johnny Depp thing or whatever. He, he, he has taken it too far. This Chris Hardwick stuff is like, I've read his book. You've read his book. I haven't read it. Oh. I haven't. We know he's he's gone through hell before, and he's come out the other side mm-hmm. of it, and he's like totally changed all this stuff, and so it 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 just comes out of nowhere, and it, it's like 
she makes one post and it burns him to the ground. Now he won't headline. He, I mean, his whole career now is him hosting these AMC shows and hosting these talk shows and these uh, panels and all that stuff because he's good at it. Yeah, he's actually entertaining. And now he he won't get a job. And at worst, if every single thing she said was true, he's an asshole. He's he's an asshole. He's not an abuser. He no. didn't beat her. He didn't, you know. I mean, he didn't treat her the way she wanted to, to be treated. Yeah, he didn't force her to do anything. So, it, it, and you know, we'll get burned because we're men. You know, so we think differently than these women. So that's straight up abuse to do that. I was like, no, that's that's me being me, and then you being you. If they don't click, then you're gonna always fight. I saw an article today talking about the um, Brendan Fraser thing where yep. the guy touched him. And they're essentially saying, why should we apologize again? That the whole studio, that yeah. the guy. Like, it, because it's a guy, it gets swept under the rug. Nobody oh, gives, yeah. Nobody, not even swept under the rug. Nobody gives a shit. But it's just like, it's double standards. You know what I mean? And when, you should at least have to have some proof or something. Yeah. I mean, she at least have, I won't say the balls, but at least if you're going to sit there and call somebody out, at least say his name. Yeah. Like, I would, See, almost, she did it backhandedly, and now it's become a wildfire. And, uh, like, I didn't put his stuff down, but it said he was just floored by it. Like, he, he answered gracefully, and he was just shocked. And he even admitted, and he's like, yeah, our relationship was troubled at times. But what relationship really isn't? Well, I mean, if you don't argue with one another, then you, you really don't care about anything for the other one, right? I'm talking about two different generations. There's, oh, yeah, there's yeah, with him being 17. Years. Yeah difference you know i think he's 46 i made her about 29 something yeah like that right now yeah that's a big difference in it the, is a big difference attitude, how you look at everything i just i i i wrote down here if i was in hollywood i i, I would be asexual because you just could not pansexual <laughs> no fuck that <laughs> fucking robots are rise up l3 no it's just it's that's why i didn't even like i didn't write it down because it's like nothing we say is gonna no, no. Right I just want to bitch face. about it because I think I think it's unfair. He seems like a good one. That's why I don't like I'd... That's why it's really rough. Like I don't watch Talking Dead. I don't watch any of that stuff, but I like I watched a lot. I don't listen much of the nurse anymore. Yeah. But I did for a long See, time. See, that's that's what makes me think he is not this person. I've listened to hundreds of hours of yeah. the nerdist. I mean, you can't get any more uh into this guy's life unless you live with him. I mean, he talked. I mean, unless he's fake twenty four seven on on any kind of media. And he's he's married now. Yeah, he's since then gotten like since he left her in the last two years, he's met somebody and gotten married. Yeah, and so it's and even the mother. I know the mother in law came out is uh, Patty Hearst. I think. Yeah, has come out and said like she doesn't believe any of it. What a great person he is. No, it's because they have this culture where if the they. They they shout to the high heavens. Everybody will come in and praise him. I know. I said AMC pulled his. his he had a new show come out called Talking with Chris Herbeck. Yeah, because he had Herbeck? Talking Dead and Walking Dead. And Chris Herbeck. Or Chris, <laughs> some of my yeah, Hardwick. I, I did the same thing. Chelsea actually asked me. Yeah. Did you say so and so? Chris Hardwick. They canceled that or pulled it, and even the Nerdist is taking his name off their website. And that's he's co-founder of that. Yeah. You know so. It, she. What makes me so mad about this is, sure, he's an asshole, whatever. She, she she burned his career. <laughs> yeah. That's what really upsets me. With two paragraphs, she's decimated this guy's livelihood. Now his kids won't, feed, won't be feeding. I mean, it, it just, 
because she feels bad about how it ended or something. It's, I mean, sure, she feels she feels slighted, but you don't burn the guy's career down. It's not even like, you don't respect anything at it's that not point. Even right, you know, I've gotten out. Now I can open my... It's been two years since yeah. they've been together. Get the fuck over it. I mean, if really, was it that bad? Did you approach his wife and say, hey, this guy beat me and yeah. abused me or whatever? Just try to stop it from happening to her? No. Nope. No, I'm going to do it anonymously. On a, or not anonymously, but vaguely on a post. She said something like she's tried to write it off and on. For 17 like, times. Yeah. That's what she said. That's the number Ooh, of Mason I read it. <laughs> no, I just... Every Ooh, time here I, we go. Let's go, I, baby. Every time I say something, I'm like getting super excited. I'm being sarcastic. Like, it's like a th- instead of saying like a thousand times, for some reason I use the word 17 or the number 17 every time. So just, that's why I noticed it said 17. It's like, oh, she's full of shit too. So you and her are full of shit, huh? Is that what you're saying? She's she's uh, uh, elaborating. Mm. Yeah. She's full of shit. That Mason's full of shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to bring it up because I want to get around. I want you mad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it it is kind of sad because I, I really do genuinely think that in in the grand world of Hollywood, he was probably one of the better ones. Yeah. I kind of got tired of it just because he is on like over, oversaturation. You know, I listen to the Oh, yeah, podcast. yeah. He was everywhere. Yeah, and but, it's just like, but it was, it was good for like our, the nerd culture because he was... I kind of got got it out there and spread it more, yeah. you know. So, but you know the. I mean, it makes kept, me it makes me glad that the internet really wasn't a thing when we were kids. Oh yeah, because glad all the stuff I'd ever yeah or shit I would have made and posted or something. I mean, it's it's like you know, here if somebody takes one stupid fucking rant I go on and then they they burn my whole career down because I said one fucking thing one time. That doesn't make me that person. It just makes me upset at that time. Yeah. I mean, they were taking a, a Twitter post from uh, one of the guys drafted in the draft this year. Yeah. It was, it was sick. You know, it was like mid 2000s. Yeah. My wife. He was a teenager and he posted something like just yeah, stupid, like just stupid dollar bills or something, you yeah. know, just something like that. And they were taking it and blowing it up. And I'm like, my wife's nephew is uh, a national all star baseball player. Um, he's only 12, but even now I tell him, I said, one, stay away from girls, stay away from social media, just stay off of it. I said, both of them will ruin you. And then two, I tell him, don't you forget uncle Jesse, when you, you laying in hot tub with all these supermodels and you, you drafted to the big leagues, don't you forget uncle Jesse, he'll come visit. And he always laughs at that. My wife doesn't really laugh at that, but. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, 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 that's the one that thing I always tell them. You said about the, the bitches in the hot tub. Yeah, no. Stay away from girls. No, stay no. away from the social media. Don't forget Uncle Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Damn it! You want to go pitch and catch? <laughs> He's a pitcher too. <laughs> oh no, that's bad for me. <laughs> oh. oh. Good kid, though. But, yeah, I did tell him uh, straight up. I said, um, don't really get hooked up with any kind of, like, like you know, don't have sets, have a kid, all that bullshit, because it will just ruin whatever your chances. Like, the, he goes all over the country playing. He's on, like, he has, like, a whole case full of rings that he's won, like, national yeah. championships. It's like, kids probably got more money than I do now, just in that ring case. 
but I'm just like, come on. I'm just yeah, like, stay away from what was that thought? Yeah. That hoe over there. Yeah. <laughs> that hoe over there. Pretty much. Uh, I'm up on the lingo. Yeah. I'm but hip. he's a. Uh, He's twelve and he's taller than I am. Oh wow! So he's he's like uh, almost six two. Damn. Yeah, he's. They said he might get up to about six seven or so. With them Randy Johnson. Exactly, and he already throws like an eighty eight mile an hour fastball. So. Well, sorry for you later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this started out a wholesome. Conversation. Fucking had to abuse. Yeah, no, not that. The just, just stay away from stuff. If you if you ever want to be anything in Hollywood, now you got to stay away. Even Hollywood, even even athletes. You know, like you said, they. I mean, you're they're under a microscope. Yeah, everything we do is watched. I just I couldn't do it. I I would go off social media altogether. I would have somebody run it. I guess if I had the means to it. I think I'd be okay. As far as my stuff directly linked to me, but like if you start deep diving into like message boards and forums, then I'd be not so good. <laughs> a silent mace panty snatcher, is that your name? <laughs> Some of that. <laughs> On the old RA Salvatore board. <laughs> yep. I fucking remember, don't you fucking That's the worst one, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On a lighter note. <laughs> Jordan Peele reportedly wants to direct a Gargoyles movie. I'm so tired of talking about Jordan Peele wanting to direct a movie. What's he got now? Eight? What Akira? Is- Gargoyles? Uh, some other ones? That being said, a Gargoyles one would be... I never watched Gargoyles. It'd be shit. I have no idea what it is. Keith David, man! <laughs> he's like the voice in it? Yeah, he's the main one, Goliath. I guess I've never watched it. It, it looks the, like the Batman animated series. Yeah, I saw it. It looked familiar. It's just something I never actually watched. So I don't know like why it would be a good idea. I mean, could it make a good movie? I mean, anything could, but you know, easily looking at it, it was like a good idea. Is, is it, just, it is it prime for a comeback? Maybe. I, I I think you know we've had the '80s revolution where everything '80s come back. You know, these and all are stuff. '90s is now the hot thing, and these are okay, '90s. Gotcha. I didn't like I said, I didn't reckon. I thought maybe it was like like Yu Gi Oh and that stuff was just kind of around the edge of where mm. we were getting a little too old for it. A, a little bit, but Gargoyles was kind of an, a more mature uh, cartoon at the time. It's like gummy bears, but for older no. kids. You fucking love the Care Bears. I don't want to hear it. No gummy bears. I know. There's a difference. <laughs> no fucking Care Bears. No, nah, it just it just went into like he he had an idea for it, and hmm. that's pretty much it. Nothing definite. I brought it up. It was the mid-1990s. Okay. I didn't know if you'd watched it. That's why I brought it up. I watched it a little bit on the, on the Saturday morning block. I think it was one of the last cartoons to play. Okay. <clears throat> but like you said, we were probably 12, 13 or whatever, just leaving, you know, just um, just on the, on the cusp there. Uh, let's see here. Ewan McGregor is reportedly in talks to play the lead role of Mike Flanagan. Uh, directed doc. Oh, I, <laughs> I said it wrong because the lead it, role Mike Flanagan. No, like, the lead role in a movie directed by Mike Flanagan. Danny, shit, I wrote down Danny. It didn't even write it. It didn't even put his name down. Danny Torrance. Yeah, so it's the sequel to The Shining called Doctor Sleep. Yep. Yeah, which is an actual book. Have you read that book? No, it came out 
four or five years ago. Oh. I didn't know he made uh, a sequel to it. I remember seeing it come out, and I'm like, that's a sequel to The Shining. And I was like, I've never read The Shining. So, hmm. yeah. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> um, Shining. I heard it was pretty good as far as Stephen King books go, but it's not like a different type of movie or book than the other book was. Right. It's not like a direct horror. But this is more like a psychological type thing. And Dr. Sleep, you know, I guess it has something to do with the, he's fucked up after all that, I guess. That's, all, that's the last one I had, too. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't have any more notes? Uh, let's see here. I got two more, that, but they're not really uh, groundbreaking. If you want to skip them, I can. Go ahead. Uh, George Lucas says his Star Wars sequels would have been uh, would have traveled into the microbiotic world. I did read this. I didn't. I forgot about. So it. he's he he said the M word, uh, midichlorians. You know, which the the first time I ever heard that word, I actually read a different book, A Wrinkle in Time where they dealt with the same thing that he's trying to get, you know, he's talking about. I did it first. <laughs> that fucker in the wheelchair. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Stephen Hawking. No, not him. Oh. Uh, That's who wrote it, wasn't it? A Wrinkle in Time? Oh, I'm thinking of, um, shit. That book about black holes. <laughs> Thought? <laughs> <laughs> that hole of that. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, Stephen Hawking lights of big, beautiful ebony bitches. <laughs> Get over here and shake it in that robotic voice. Shake it. A brief history of time. <laughs> there you go. It's close. It's not like I was way out there. Oh shit! Where was I? Oh yeah. So he said it would travel into the microbiotic world. Uh, this is his quote: uh, "We were going to get into the microbiotic world, but there's." There's this world of creatures that operate differently than we do. I call them the wills, which which comes up in Star Wars lore. Yeah, and and the wills are are the ones who actually control the universe. They feed off the force, he says. And then he comes and later on, he's like, "Of course, a lot of fans would have hated it, just like they hated uh, Phantom Menace and everything." But at least the whole story from the beginning to the end would be told. Oh, that would have been bad. Yeah, that would have been. Uh, so essentially, they don't even have control. They're not. They're just. They're pawns, essentially. Yeah, essentially, they have no no will over it. You think he didn't like uh, Luke turning bad? Well, he <laughs> he didn't even have a choice. He was a pawn. Luke they really didn't him. turn bad. I saw a post about that that really really made me think about that movie. I mean, I like that movie, but it really made me think about him at the end when he force projects mm-hmm. and he takes on a whole army by himself without ever really uh, swinging his lightsaber, which is the most pacifist thing a Jedi can do. And, like, people just gloss over it because, oh. Oh, when he was fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kylo Ren at the end. Yeah, in the, in the big desert thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, they were upset because he wasn't Luke Skywalker, the Jedi they knew, but they didn't analyze it to the point where he did the most Jedi thing anybody's ever done on screen. Jedi's are neutral, right? Mm-hmm. So he didn't swing his sword, and he didn't he didn't go one way or the other. He just you know opposed that army to give them time to get away. Yeah. You you still don't like it? Me? Yeah, I see it on your face. No, I, like, I love that movie. What's that? What's that face it. for? I, I I I'm just gonna hear all the backlash, the whiny <laughs> bitches that 
don't care. Nobody talks about this. <laughs> this podcast. I'm just talking about in general. <laughs> I'm saying you're fighting a losing battle mm-hmm. with that. Oh yeah, I don't care. Um, these these uh, grown ass men arguing over a movie that ain't made for them. Uh, and then the last thing I got is the Dark Phoenix trailer has screened at Cino Europe. Uh, and oh, it's done. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize it was done. It was supposed to come out. Um, it was supposed to come out this year, but they pushed it to February Dark of next Phoenix? year. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I thought that was next year already. I thought New Mutants would be this year, and they pushed it. Both, both okay. of them. They they've realize. ended up pushing both of them to next year. Because um, it had uh, Dark Phoenix listed for. James McAvoy as post production mm-hmm. can still be filmed. Wait, well, I mean, you can still be post production and have a trailer. Uh, but they said, well, it was roughly translated from Russian, so take that as you will. It's a phonetic alphabet, so it, it's really hard to translate accurately. Uh, it says, but this fantastic action thriller, Dark Phoenix, uh, looks better than expected. At the presentation, his new trailer was shown getting rid of the excessive gloom of the teaser and clearly positioning the project as a direct continuation of the X-Men. In addition, other mar- any other products of the Marvel Universe, New Mutants and Gambit's Gambit was announced on this block, but there are no materials for them yet. Still happening. Gambit's still in the running. <laughs> I don't think so. But they, they said it wasn't dark. They said it was more... Kind of upbeat and more of an action thriller. Light Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just wanted to put that on there because I was like, okay, well, it's kind of gone dark. Like, nobody knows anything. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything about it. So, it, like I said, it's just like a trailer of Sizzle Reel or something. I mean, that's... That is what it is, you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff. <coughs> I've always liked the X-Men stuff, so I'm, I'm oh, hoping really? it does well. You know, I don't want it to be a bomb. Well, no, it, no, it no, no. Like X- X-Men good. was my comic book growing up. You know, as a kid, you either read this side of Marvel or that side of Marvel. And I read the X-Men side of things. And I watched the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I still watch it every now and then. Um, but... No, it's just they they took it a totally different direction. And it is honestly in need of a relaunch. And First Class kind of did that well. And then they did that. And and then they they burned it. They burned it right away. Fucking apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. But yeah, that's all the news notes I got. Um, I had two trailers. And it was Dumbo and Christopher Robin. Okay. Which I think Christopher Robin was a couple weeks ago. I just hit something through cracks. Hit me. Both of them look decent. Dumbo looked surprisingly for being like a Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. Looked pretty close to the actual cartoon. You gonna cry? You gonna cry a little I bitch don't ass? Remember the cartoon? Oh really? I literally don't think I've seen it since I was like five or something. I, it's just one I've never revisited. I've never owned it. Nothing. But I mean, like it was. It reminds me of Big Fish because Danny DeVito's in that uh, circus master uniform again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, it shows Dumbo. He looks a lucky deal with the big giant ears, bigger than a normal elephant or something, or just weird looking. But, like, you see the pink elephant in there where he's in the cartoon. I think he's drunk. Yeah. He drinks, like, some yeah. fermented or something. I wonder if they're going to do all that stuff. I see it's in the it's in the preview. Hmm. You see a pink elephant, like a cartoon one. It surprisingly looks pretty good for 
I've, I've heard it looks really good, but my wife refuses to watch it, yeah. and I just have not seen it scrolling. Yeah. The only, the one and only time I've seen it, uh, we were watching YouTube on TV. And I've, I was, just, I, I watched it just because I was interested. You know, I was wondering what it would look like, but I've never cared about the Dumbo cartoon, so yeah, me neither. I really don't. I don't remember much about it. Uh, the Christopher Robin thing looked kind of interesting to begin with. It looked almost like he. It looked almost like like Hook. Like does he it, grew up. Does it happen in World War Two? I don't know. I think that's what, or maybe it was World War One. I. I think it was an allegory. Like okay, it was. I don't think it, it was is, like it something. This looked kind of like Hook. Like he grew up and moved away. Oh. And then they come to help him. So the first half looked like him actually in there with all the characters and playing. And then they come out and it looks kind of not. It reminds me of like where the wild things are kind of dark for a kid thing. Yeah. But then it, it kind of got not goofy, but more lighthearted towards the end of the trailer. Do you think 23 year olds will buy their merch at Hot Topic? Like they did with where the wild things are? No. Oh, I identify so much with this creature. He gets me. Who's just not that great of a <laughs> shirt? Oh, <laughs> no. But it, it did look okay. Yeah, you know, better than you'd think a Winnie the Pooh movie would look, I guess. For what we had last week, there wasn't really that much this week. Past did you past. have any more gaming stuff you want to talk about? Uh, not really. I mean, we had the PlayStation conference right after we ended. Uh, Last of Us looked even more brutal, but. To me, I was more curious about the newer games that I haven't seen anything about. Like Last of Us, I kind of know what the gameplay is going to be. So I'm down. Yeah, it's brutal. Great. Um, <clears throat> Death Stranding, they showed another fucking concept trailer. They didn't really show any kind of gameplay to it. No story. So we've had four years of it, five years of it, of it just being these concepts that we don't we don't fucking know where it's going or anything. I mean, just watching the trailer, the shit that they've shown, I have no it, fucking it's, clue it's, what it's about. Kojima was always hindered when when he was with uh, the PlayStation or whatever when he was making Metal Gear. Thing, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Foxhound Studios or something. He was always hindered. He always had people tell him, "No, nah, we don't, don't do that," you know, kind of thing. Now he's free running, and it it is. Bat shit crazy. I see, is that a good thing? It, it's, Especially if he teams up with Guillermo. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> no, he, Guillermo's in it, but uh, the the one that they were doing together was PT, but that fell through. Playable. Trailer. But he's in the trailer. For yeah, this. he okay. he's in one of them. Yeah, I thought he, uh, he that's what I'm saying. We've had we've had three or four different separate trailers for this thing, and every single one of them are different. They have different mechanics and different things. This does show a little gameplay, but there's no HUD. So you don't know what's going on. Is it just a wandering game? Is this Journey 2.0? What what is this? With some weird ass uh, um, sections to it, like life, death, uh, afterlife, or whatever it is. Um, baby dolls. Yeah, uh, it starts with the baby's ass. So that's all you need to know. Fucking Kojima, fucking weirdo. Uh, the Spider Man game looked amazing. Uh, I mean, it continues to look amazing. Um, let's see what else was from the PlayStation one. Can you think of anything? I didn't see anything. Of it. Yeah. So I just know after the initial backlash of the fallout 76, like seeing just everybody is like this stupid idea is horrible. Now I'm seeing all pe- kinds of people. Well, like, that's cause excited for it. They were saying that before they saw the fucking trailer. And then they say the trailer and Todd Phillips comes out and be like, Hey, cool. You fucking jets assholes. <laughs> just, just cool. Simmer down, goddamn, and that's the that's the climate we live in. Yeah. 
I don't agree with this. Fuck it. Boycott it. Boycott it. And um, I want to get on there and nuke all my friends. Sorry. Hashtag not my fault. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like fine. Um, But they said that that fallout will actually be, uh, it is online, but the servers aren't massive. So you may have dozens of people on one server, but the map is so big, you won't, you won't see much of anything. So I just, you can group up with your friends, of course. And I want to group up with you and then find your settlement and nuke it. (laughs) Did it say anything about, because I didn't watch anything for it. All I've seen is just like reading stuff mm-hmm. and what you showed me. Did it say anything about actually like role playing, like as a, like being a trader or a bartender or something like that? As I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, I want to be a, 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 bar, a trader that goes back and forth between setup. So I didn't know if that was part of the game. No, what, what he did say was every single player in the, every single character in that game is a player. Okay. But that so, doesn't really mean that. That doesn't mean necessarily that, you know. I don't think it'd be cool to have, like, where you you can set up and be a trader, but there'd have to be, like, stuff in there where, like, you can't just kill them because otherwise you could buy all this shit and somebody just kill you and take all your shit. Yeah, there's some repercussions. There's got to be some, like, oh, merchants can't be killed or something like that. But then you also can't kill them. But then you're getting into the Sims territory. Yeah. Which it it might turn into. It might turn into a big, massive multiplayer game. I mean, I think with guidelines, like, you know, you can't kill traders Mm -hmm. or stuff like that, it would be a cool game still, you know. Because people like to role play stuff, mm-hmm. and they've been doing it on PC for a lot, you know. Yeah, and games like Daisy and stuff like that. There's all kinds of stuff like that in there. That's right? essentially what this is. Yeah. This is survival horror, but not like horror. But it's like, um, what's it called? What's that? Seven Days to Die, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Horde games, I guess. Sandbox horror. Yeah, I horror. guess it, it's kind of like that. You build up your base, and you can take your base anywhere. So I think that's kind of interesting. Kinda weird. Like you just pack it up and go or something? Or just well, you, you can say like... Um, save the blueprint, just lay it down. Yeah. If you it, have the materials, mm-hmm. rebuild it. So like if uh, if I build this awesome base and I transfer it to your server because we want to play together, I can then bring it over. As long as there. somebody else doesn't have a base there already or something? I guess. Yeah. So it, it takes place in West Virginia. I'm really interested, but I'll just have to see it. You know, yeah. They actually lay it out. Are you going to buy the special edition with the helmet and all that? Yeah, I I just want the map because the map glows in dark. I think it's cool looking. Go on the wall. Yeah, it's like a map of the the land, and then you turn the lights off, and it goes that lime green, and like it's all irradiated, irradiated or whatever you call it. Yeah, irradiated. There it's it irradiated. is. Last special edition I bought, Grand Theft Auto Four. I think it came with the bandana, which I still put on when I mow. I guess mine was Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, I didn't even buy that one. Yeah. I still have the little metal lock box. It's like a kind of you have in a bank. Is that where lock. you keep all your diary notes? <laughs> Today she brushed my shoulder. <laughs> all the time Uncle it's, Jesse tried to touch me. It's the wood. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Jesse. Come here, sit on Uncle Jesse's lap. <laughs> Stay away from that thought. Oh yeah. That's not that's not my keys. <laughs> All right, let's get into fucking wanted. Come on now. This is the mind-numbing black hole I call a job. And this is me, Wesley Gibson. Nobody. Like everybody else, I just keep waiting for a lotto ticket out of my boring existence. 
and into a life that means something. I knew your father. My father died the week I was born. Your father died yesterday on the rooftop of the Metropolitan Building. He was one of the greatest assassins who ever lived. Then the other one is behind you. I thought he'd be taller. Shoot the wings off the flies. You're insane. Insanity is coasting through life in a miserable existence when you have a cage lying locked inside. I really think you have me mixed up with somebody else. Shoot the wings off the flies. Either you shoot or I do. Only a few people in the world can do that. You can't even see them! Your father could do it. And you can do it. We are a fraternity of assassins. The weapons of fate. The fraternity has trained assassins for thousands of years. You'll be given everything you need. Curve the bullet. To kill your target. <laughs> I think he's ready. We don't know how far the ripples of our decisions go. Kill one, save a thousand. Now, that's what we believe in, and that's why we do it. This is what's been missing from your life, Wesley. Purpose. All you have to do now is embrace it. I'm the man. Shoot this motherfucker! Are we gonna bond now? Would you like to? Within this unstable world, every life hangs by a thread. We are that thread. Take control of your own destiny. Join us. Wanted. Wanted was released June 27th, 2008. Directed by uh, Timur Batov. Sure. Who did uh, Abraham Lincoln, a Vampire Hunter, and mm -hmm. Ben Hur? He also Star did that uh, Day Watch and Night. Yeah, I didn't know. That's that what made him famous. He They're did like those German right before. Movies, they? Uh, Russian or Russian something. Russian, German, something like that. Ukrainian or something. Uh, stars James McAvoy, Morgan Freeman, Angelina Jolie, Terrence Stamp, Common, Thomas Crutchinsman, and Chris Pratt. Yep. At a budget of seventy-five million dollars, grossed one hundred and thirty-four point five U.S. 341.4 worldwide. This is your movie. Hit it out. How did this become my movie? Um, <clears throat> so a frustrated office worker learns that he is the son of a professional assassin and that he shares his father's superhuman killing abilities. Uh, this movie came out in 2008, mm -hmm. kind of before, not, not really before Iron Man. Iron Man had just come out in May. And so, but this is kind of made in the old style of comic book movies, and you can kind of tell there's a, yeah. there's a difference to it. Um, it wasn't the mainstream yet, correct? But the comic book this is based off of Mark Millar wanted uh, had the main guy looked like Eminem. He was modeled after Eminem. Oh really? <clears throat> and and Fox was actually modeled after Halle Berry. And the story was a little different, and it's not that great. I think this story is a little bit better the way that the the way that they weave it and all that stuff. Uh, the the big thing in this is the bullet curving thing, which is an interesting, cool visual. Mm -hmm. 
um, but kind of goofy at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, even some of the storytelling was kind of, it wasn't the first to do it, but it's one of the ones that really stands out with like the whole talking to the camera type of stuff, mm-hmm. throwing stuff off on the screen, you know, like just. It, it's very fight clubby. Yeah. I am Jack's bleeding ulcer or whatever, you know, yeah. it, it, he's, he's self monologuing. Yeah. And as he goes along and he gets more confidence, that monologue goes away. He doesn't do that anymore after. I mean, even the, well, the movie ends with him talking to the camera. Yeah. Like that, and so it's just kind of weird. It's like I say, it wasn't the first one to do it, but it's one that stood out. It, it's so weird to hear his American accent. Oh, that's that's the first thing I wrote down. I was like, I didn't even remember. I didn't realize it was mm-hmm. him doing an American accent. I didn't either. Because I think this, I'd seen him in the um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. He was Mr. Tummins or whatever. Yeah, that, that freaked me out too because I was like, I didn't remember that. Yeah. Oh, I did. Like I went back and saw him. I was like, that guy looks familiar. And then I, I you want to hear something lie. really freaky? So we were talking about it, and I was talking about Wanted, and this is one of the one comic book movies my wife likes. I think because Ugly Ass Angelina Jolie is in it. Uh, but she's like, oh, yeah. that that uh, She likes him because he's Scottish, so she likes it. anybody from Scotland or whatever because her band's favorite bands come from there. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, he was in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I said, was he? And uh, she's like, yeah, he was that little, that goat dude. I said, yeah. no, he wasn't. And sure enough, I looked it up it and, and we were sitting there talking. Later on on my Instagram feed, I got this thing that said, did you know? And uh, James McAvoy played Mr. T- I was like, what the fuck? That's creepy. Yeah, that is very creepy. Because I, uh, I was like, no, I did not know. Quit listening, <laughs> asshole. Uh, but yeah, so they always are. But. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then I was like, man, he, I, I thought for sure his accent would, would be present. But no, it's his. Uh, and he does a good American accent. A little whiny, but yeah. Yeah. At times, yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't hear it coming through like I do a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this, like I said, this first, I mean, he was in The Lion, the Witch, and Warburg, but mm-hmm. that's the first time I saw him. So even if he had, I don't remember what kind of accent he had in that, but. I'm sure it was some fantastical. Yeah, so I mean, I didn't accent. think he was whatever, yeah. you know, like Scottish. He's a goat fucker. <laughs> Uh, let's see what I got. Uh, Chris Pratt being the uh, uh, asshole best friend. Yeah. I think he was like bigger than he was, but he wasn't really like. Mm, he wasn't fat at this yeah, point. Yeah. So this was before Parks and Rec? Yeah. Because I think Parks and Rec was 2009. Yeah, this is before that. Yeah. This is the first time I ever remember seeing him. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of a jerk. I mean, he, he plays like a nice friend. But he's not really. You he's, know, he's, he's always got that lovable sense to him. Yeah. I watched something. My wife was playing it uh, on YouTube. And it was this, I think it's Smush Network or Smosh or something, some YouTube channel where they have this, they have these different writers and, you know, it's these 20 something year old kids and they know everything. But the one girl loves Chris Pratt. I mean, just loves him to death. Is always tweeting about him. Well, the one guy set it up where they do this this game called called something like You Said That or something. It's kind of like a trivia game. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had that one girl and then the uh, this other girl. In, and then in the middle, they didn't have anybody. So they bring him out there and all that stuff. And then they bring out Chris Pratt. They got Chris Pratt to go on there. And that girl just, you could see it. She was having a fucking meltdown internally. And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, and it, it was... It was really funny and, and genuine, and he is just lovable as shit. Yeah. I mean, he is nothing but super nice about everything. So I'm sure we'll hear about how Chris Pratt's a horrible son of a bitch in, like, 
three or four years. We already heard he was an asshole whenever they yeah. him and Anna, Anna Ferris will will burn his burn him to the ground. I don't think she said anything, but it was just like people were crucifying yeah. him just because they were getting separated. Yeah, he's he's not. Everything I've seen, I mean, just just watch Park Parts and Rec. I mean, the guy is a lovable doofus. What's surprising is because I, I knew this wasn't the first movie for either one of them, but I thought it was close to it. Mm-hmm. They both did a lot of shit before this. Yeah. Um, I mean, Chris Pratt was in Everwood, which I've never heard of. I've seen the the cover of it. It's a TV show. He was in eighty nine episodes of whatever it was. Oh shit! Is a TV show on CW? Um, it looks like a CW. Yeah, I mean, eighty nine episodes. That's a lot of TV. But I mean, there's probably ten other things. The OC he was in, Path yeah. of Destruction, Strangers. Of I knew he was in the OC. He plays a, like a homeless surfer dude. Which yeah. at at that time, I think he was a homeless surfer dude. His name's Shay. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a straight up douche. But, but I mean, even um, James McAvoy was on the British version of um, the show I like. Um, dang it! Let me look it up. KZRS. It's the one with um. William H. Macy. Uh, Shameless. Yeah, he was in the American I saw that British on there. Version of that. Yeah, I was like, is that the American or British or what he is He did that? that first. But, I mean, he did all, probably 15 different things before this. Oh, yeah. But this is like his first big break, you know, as a actual. I mean, he, he was in the line of wardrobe, but he wasn't the main mm-hmm. person like this I, was. They all start somewhere, and, you know, these, these guys have grown, going on to do bigger and better things, and they're, but, you got to think about they've gone through hell for years and years and years. And so when they actually make a leading man, you know, they, they kind of deserve it at that point. You know, they're not just like instant stardom, you know, they put their time in. Oh, I mean, behind the rest of the cast, you have Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah. Always good. This is one of the first times I remember him being actually kind of the bad guy. Yeah, and he cusses. He's like, shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm tired of freaking Samuel L. getting all those motherfuckers. Uh, motherfucker. Another person that's good in this movie is Common, actually. This yeah. is this is like one of the first movies I've I seen him in that I I really thought he was a decent actor in it. Yeah. He didn't do a whole lot, but, you know, um, he was in there. The the main guy, the Russian guy that, that does the Watts baths a lot with him. He is the main guy in those night watch and day day watch movies. The one that made the rat bombs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's the he's the main guy in those movies. So the director kind of threw him a bone and put him in this movie. Right. Uh, Angelina Jolie, it's she's not that attractive in this movie. She's. I don't. I, mean, I don't I understand it. But she's she was like really skinny. Yeah. It, it, I don't remember her looking that mm-mm. emaciated almost. Yeah. It's just like it's it, it's weird how. The culture at that time was just so infatuated with her, and the, oh, she's so hot and all that stuff. So I was like, not really. I mean, I liked her better when Gia. If you've ever seen that, that's that an like HBO movie. Yeah. I saw that was one of the first things I saw her because it was just. Oh yeah, me too. Because I was of the age yeah. <laughs> when I I used it. Uh, but yeah, it was just like mm, it, it. It's a better body type for her because she she just looks weird with uh, skin and bones and then it's just like her arms are just nothing but mm-hmm. skin or bones are just yeah. it's weird yeah i just I don't remember I, her being that skin i don't i don't like a horse face either and like i call them man faces i just i just don't like it i mean she got big lips and thank god she does because that's the only thing that saves her yeah. from being straight up like a goddamn stretched out horse face so yeah sorry Jeff. No, worse. It'd be worse at that point. But 
She would look like a claymation doll from some, uh, uh, what's his name, movie, like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Um, the only thing I really didn't like was he, he seemed too ready. Like when he said he was ready, like, oh, the flies off that, and the wings off the flies or whatever. Mm. It just didn't feel like he'd actually developed any. Like, yeah, he was an office person that had no aggression at all. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he just because he shot the fly, which he didn't even mean to do. Right. He just shot with almost his eyes closed. Yeah, and I mean, like, you, you got to remember, this is 2008. This is him. Oh, I have superpowers? Fuck yeah, I can do this. Fuck yeah. you. you it's know, just kind of like thing. the progression is a little off, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Not bad, but just like it, it just felt like rushed, kind of. Just that part. He gets a burst of self-esteem out of nowhere, yeah, essentially. Yeah, just unwarranted, almost. Wanted? Unwarranted. <laughs> the whole loom thing was kind of ridiculous. It is. I, I can. There's some mystery around it, which is kind of interesting. And the way they build it, you know, a thousand years ago, this is, you know, because that's technology you would have back then. So it's like, okay, I can, I can kind of see it coming down the line there. Uh, they have a stupid name, the fraternity. I don't think that word was around a thousand years ago, but okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, who picks it? They don't really say. But I mean, I didn't hate this movie at all. No, I mean, it's still no. a, a decent. These are nitpicks. Yeah, it's a, still a decent watch. The CG is not over the top. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's just about all practical practical effects, except for the, of course, the bullets and all that stuff. The only thing that really stood out to me as CG is like the train, the rats. Some of the rat stuff. Like, oh, yeah, at the end of it, yeah. It's like, yeah. that's not the most practical effect people use. Yeah, but just, you don't want to get a thousand of them. No, but like even just like the one or two walking up the thing when he was putting the peanut butter yeah. in there. Or CGI's. It just, it just seemed kind of odd that they didn't, you know, that's like the easiest thing well, to do, it seems like. Well, if you look at it this way, uh, they could CGI those rats or they could bring in some actual live rats. And put them under these conditions, and then you got PETA there. And then you got... for PETA. Big. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, it just it just seems that for this time. You might especially... have to jump through a, a bunch of hoops at yeah. that point to put Maybe. them. It just seems, I don't know. It's, to me, it seems like at this time it wasn't that big of yeah. a thing. But for the big scenes, yeah. I understood, you know, like for like when they were. And that whole thing was kind of a good idea. I feel like they could have done it differently instead of him just backing the truck yeah. and dumping them out. But it was still kind of a cool idea, just having them spread out through the whole place and then just small bombs setting the whole place off. It's kind of cool. Cool idea. That's the last note I had. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, it's a, it's a fun action movie. Holding not a whole lot of substance here, if you're looking for that. Um, But I mean, like having um, Morgan Freeman be the bad guy, you don't expect these people who brought him in to be the actual bad guys. It was kind of a cool idea. And him actually having to kill his own father and not realize it. Yeah, that, that's a bit rough. Died. Yeah. So, I mean, for being like a, a fun action movie, it's a little deeper than most of them. You want to rate it? Uh, I gave it a seven and a half. Really? Yeah. I gave it six and a half. Really? Yeah. I thought you'd be higher. No, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, on paper, there's a, it's just there's nothing behind it at that point. Yeah. You know, like you said, the loom is kind of a little wonky, all that stuff. Angelina doesn't do it for me. That that whole character didn't do it for me at all. Like, what did she bring to it? At the end, when she sacrificed herself because the she held to the code. I like the idea of it. 
Yeah. But it doesn't feel like she really earned it, kind of. Mm. Like, like she, I really thought, I didn't really feel like she believed it or whatever. Well, but the idea of doing that was cool. What undermines that is right before that, she got the kill order for him. And she for didn't kill him. James McAvoy? Yeah. Okay. Like she was walking up to him. That's not. But she tried to. Whenever he no, no. he shot himself through the thing. Yeah, but she walked up behind him. She could have just shot him. Oh, like well, where he was sitting yeah. there talking to his dad, yeah. dad or whatever. Yeah, she could have just shot him, and uh, so she she hesitated and all that stuff. So it it's like, well, does she adhere to the code? Does she she like this this boy? What it, what's going on here? You know, but then she thing. shot herself in the head. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I, I do like a dark ending kind of like that. So that's why. It, Maybe raised it a little bit. I just don't feel like a hundred percent. The ending's like, like uh, it or whatever. What the fuck have you done today? Fuck you, you little Scottish <laughs> bastard. Oh, I did. Your mama. <laughs> for nowadays, it doesn't feel that different. But for that time, I know that movie felt a oh, lot yeah, different yeah. than what what we. And I like the Nine Inch Nail song in it. They use it. Is that the one that was the main yeah. theme mm-hmm. run through? Okay. I knew you love the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> At least that part of it every time I played yep. it. I was like, I remember why Jesse liked this movie. Yep. Because I got taste, motherfucker. It ain't that horse face, motherfucker. Common. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to do our top five James McAvoy movies. Yeah. A um, little harder than I thought. I didn't, I didn't see a lot of his movies. Um, I didn't want to go all X-Men either. So, kind of branched out. I put movies on here that I've seen and I liked at the time, but I haven't really rewatched it. There's like three of them I've rewatched, but the the first two I haven't really. I've seen them like once each. Yeah, a lot of his movies I've only seen once, but I remember being high on them last. Yeah. Time. Uh, for you, I put Days of Future Past. Okay, I'll tell you, I, I lumped all the X Men movies together. Mm-hmm. Did you? Uh, no, no, but I mean. You could technically say, yeah, they're all they're all lumped. There's only one on your list. Right? Yeah, there's okay. only one. Yeah, so technically, yeah, there it is. That's where they all rest, except for I apocalypse. First class for you. <laughs> that could that could. Oh, for the first one. Yeah. For your first pick. So your your list, you start. Uh, my list. I'm starting with filth. Have you seen filth? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I got it for you or whatever. No, I saw it on uh, streaming. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think it's it, it's a it's a. I would love to be that character every now and then. Just be fucking. Just don't just give a fuck about. Have no filter. Else. Nothing. Out of out of ten yeah. all the time. He is a uh, corrupt cop, corrupt bipolar cop. I think they they yeah. had listed, and so like he just he's trying to get back with his family or something, and he's got to go through a bunch of skeevy channels to do it. It, it felt almost like a. A detective version of Fear and Loathing. Yeah, yeah, I could kind of see up that. Weird visuls, a lot of weird, weird shit goes stuff on in it. it but yeah. it's just if you like dark humor, this movie's for you. Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to us, you must like dark humor. <laughs> it might show up on my list somewhere. <laughs> my number five is Victor Frankenstein. Hmm. I saw, I think, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. I bought it on Blu-ray, like in a bargain bin or whatever. I mean, it's fucking him and Harry Potter, you know. Yep. Um, not the best movie, but it was, it was a visually, it was pretty nice though. It's, it's nice. Yeah. I liked how they explained like him being Igor, like it was yep. just like a big giant cyst in his back, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, like, they drain it too, don't they? Yeah. He yeah. drains it. And like the rest of the movie is normal. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if that was like a war you were telling, you'd talk about the guy with the fucking home back yeah. and he'd have it the whole time. It, it's my number four. 
Okay. Yeah. It's, it's an enjoyable movie. It's not the greatest. I was hoping it'd be better, but I still liked it a lot. Of the Frankenstein movies, it's probably up there. I haven't seen me. that uh, Frankenstein with uh, uh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, I haven't seen it, that. It's, it's, it's like yeah. Underworld for okay. Frankenstein. Yeah, you. It, it's not anything near traditional. Okay. It's okay if you're going to, if you go into it thinking, ah, this is like Matt's pain yeah. uh, visuals on a Frankenstein story. But I, I enjoy this. I mean, I bought it for cheap because I missed it mm-hmm. when it came out, and I was bought it later. I was like, "Oh shit, here it is!" And I bought it. Chelsea, my wife, liked it. Yeah. You know, both of them together. Good movie. Uh, my number four is Wanted. Oh, really? Yeah. Wanted. My number three. <laughs> We're back to this again. Yep. <laughs> We're just gonna <laughs> take out steps together. Yeah, we talked about it, so I mean, there's not yeah. really much going into it. My number three, mm-hmm. Split. Mm. He is this is number two. Nope. I think he does a great job. I think he does an excellent job at it. Doing all the different uh, the characters. Character twenty three total. I think it's supposed to be, but I mean, they don't really dive into all of them. No. He has three listed for glass, which is in post production. Yeah. Which I saw, but I, it's a, I really like James McAvoy as an actor. He picks interesting stuff as far as like. Actors nowadays, the younger ones, like our generation, oh, yeah. we're seeing. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. He had a lot like a filth movie. Like, yeah. I mean. Uh, it, Welcome he, to the Punch. Which yeah. I think I've, I've, I've seen it. I've, I've seen, seen it with Mark watching Strong. That trailer, yeah, yeah. Watching that trailer, I had no recollection yeah, of he's it. Yeah. He's hunting down a criminal or something. Yeah. yeah. And Trance was another one. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And I watched the trailer. I was like, I don't know. I've seen all three of those movies. I couldn't tell you a thing about them. Nothing about them. <laughs> yeah. Even filth, I don't remember much about, but, but I remember I, loving I, it. Yeah. So. Uh, my number two is the X Men movies. Okay, and Split is my number one. Wow. Yeah, I I just think his acting in that one sets him in Split. Yeah, because he has he has to play such a different role all the way through it. But I I love I I, I have First Class listed. Yeah. That's specifically the one that I have listed because I I just love that uh what he did with it. Him and Fassbender both together that Rage and Those Serenity thing yeah. that they did. Oh, it was so good. And take a step back to my number two. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which is filth. Really? I it's loved, that high. I I really and I watched that trailer, I remember so much more of it watching mm-hmm. it. The dude from um all the uh Edgar Wright movies is in it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it was so dark and Isn't that the up same dude weird. that's uh in Deadpool too? The bald dude, the the curator, and he in filth? I remember like the bad curator? The one that they kill at the end? Oh I yeah, I think it is him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's the same guy. Yeah, who had the lights dancing mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's I thought he was the guy at the beginning of this, the one that that was supposed to be Jack McAvoy's dad. He looks similar. He looks. He, lo- he looks that like from Harry Potter. Yeah, he's the one that uh, that uh, Ron like uses the potion for and dresses up in. Oh yeah, him. yeah. That's who he is. Yeah. But he has a similar face dot, the big nose and stuff. Yeah, it's like it, that could be his son or yeah. something or his cousin. Yeah, and, and it's like he looks similar, but just not. Completely the same, yeah. Um, but Filth is just is fucking dark and weird and right in my wheelhouse. Uh, he's very good in Atomic Blonde too. So I still haven't seen that, but yeah. I'm looking forward. It, it's a lot like it's Filth. On yeah. HBO, so I yeah. haven't watched it yet. Which leaves my number one, First Class. Yeah. As much as I loved Days of Future Past, First Class, I like him better in it because yeah. he gets that chance to really, like you said, act. He gets to do both sides, you know, before with uh, Professor X, Xavier. You know, when he's got hair and all that shit. Yeah. He's the big on transition women. to him changing completely just from that injury. He's awesome. 
Yep. He, he's one of our, the better actors of our generation. Yeah. I think he was born in 79, so he's not exactly, he's a little older than we are, but yeah, he's, he's right there. I mean, they always play older, younger than they really right, are. Right, right. So he would be 39. He's not even 40 yet. So, yeah, pretty awesome stuff. Uh, pretty good episode this, this week. Um, Jurassic World, Excellent. Fallen Kingdom next week, for sure, because yep. I got I to gotta go up to Nashville over the weekend. <laughs> I got to get a certificate for my birthday, and I got to use it. It expires before the end of the, oh. uh, end of the month. Cha-ching! <laughs> What's it for? Brazilian steakhouse, bitches. Except Brazilian. I was like, oh. <laughs> Whoa! Uncle Jesse over <laughs> Dolphin smooth, bitches. <laughs> water tight! Golf <laughs> spit on my water. I know, we're water tight around here. It's a dolphin smooth. I was like, oh. <laughs> like I, I slide off my chair, I'm so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. See you guys later. Bye. Countdown to Geek Town. Even now, I tell them, I said, one... Stay away from girls. Stay away from social media. Just stay off of it. I said both of them will ruin you. And then two, I tell them, don't you forget Uncle Jesse when you you laying in hot tubs and you, you drafted to the big leagues. Don't you forget Uncle Jesse. He'll come visit.